Welcome on back to the Second Helping Podcast brought to you by Pillsbury Stuffed Waffles, a sweet maple-flavored crispy waffle stuffed with either sausage, egg, and cheese or bacon, egg, and cheese. It's convenient, filled with high-quality ingredients, sold in your local convenience store, already prepared and ready for you to grab in the warmer. We love them. We think you'll love them. Go out and get one today. Welcome on back to Barstool Breakfast. Special guest in the house, Lars. Tell the yeah. people who we got. So we got Derek Lewis. So coming up on Saturday, November 2nd, which is this Saturday at 10 p.m., the card starts, the main card starts. It's going to be at Madison Square Garden. Anyone in the New York area, get your ass down to Madison Square Garden. The main event is Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. It's a pretty big card for somebody where the main event is not fighting for a belt. I believe that's what, when we had Dana in here, mm-hmm. that's what he was pumping up. But right underneath on the undercard is the gentleman that we have right here is Derek the Beast Lewis. He's 21-7 and one, uh, excuse me, 21-7 with one no contest. He's fighting a guy who's 18-2 with, uh, 18-2 with one no contest, Blagoy Ivanov, in a heavyweight bout. Uh, we're very excited to have you on, Derek. I, I am a traditionally a boxing guy, but we had seen after one of your fights when you had mentioned about how hot your balls were, and then that's when we started <laughs> to follow you. And Ernest, Willie has been a fan of yours for a little bit longer than mine, but it was your, uh, your balls that dragged me in, and it's your, uh, it's your proficiency in the ring which kept me there. So I like to start off with that right away. I don't know if that makes you uncomfortable. I don't give a shit. Yeah, for sure it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I, bet it I was going to say thanks for having me, but now I'm ready to leave. Yeah, now, now you're okay being on that side. Now I want to leave now. How you feel? How you, you ain't saying no homo, so I'm yeah, ready exactly. to go. <laughs> How you feeling about going into this thing? I So I, I know a little bit about this crazy Bulgarian, and there's one story about him in particular when he was back in uh, Bulgaria, where he got sh- stabbed in the chest a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Instead of calling an ambulance, he called a cab. Mm. I guess he fought off like eight guys, got stabbed in the chest, and then wound up being in the hospital for five or six months, came out, and then started fighting again. So he's a tough son of a bitch and looks like a little bit of a crazy son of a bitch. What's the plan on Saturday night for you versus uh, Ivanov? Um, the plan, really, is just punch him in that booty hole he got on his chest. <laughs> Um, I guess punch him the, in the booty the hole. Stab wound the stab right yeah. by the sternum. Punch yeah. right in that booty hole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, normally you we see talk how about. how tough he really is. Yeah. Once you get punched. Like, you ever been punched in your booty hole? No. I, I, you know what? <laughs> you would think that the way that, I, the way that I started this uh, interview, you would think that I liked getting punched in the booty hole, but that's not. I've been married 20 years. Never, except for that one time, never been with another man. Um, <laughs> you didn't say happily married. Though, right. So, yeah. Yeah. Anybody is. Um, <laughs> so we're excited. We're excited about the fight. Willie and I are traveling. Otherwise, we tend to go to all the fights, particularly when they're in Madison Square Garden. I know that you're uh, a Texas dude. You would married a woman from te- uh, from Honolulu, right? You married a Hawaiian? No. We, Wait. She's what? from Texas, too. She's from Texas. We just got married. got married in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Recently? Uh, two years ago. I don't care what part. Oh, you said Honolulu. 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 Nice. Yeah. I got married in, uh, I got engaged rather in Kona, Kona, Hawaii. It was dope. We had a good mm-hmm. time. You now you're from? Give us a little genesis. I'm of I'm really story. from New Orleans. So. I was just down there now. Oh, okay. That's some. That's a good town. Like, yeah, it's a good, real good town. You know, who that nation for you? No, you're not a who that fan. Everybody else in my family who that nation, but I'm everything Texans, Houston. Really? Yeah. N- not even the Cowboys. No, I don't like the Cowboys. Why is that? Arrogant fans, you know, they bringing up the past all the time. Right, you know? so you're over the bullshit. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about why you got into UFC. Large had mentioned a little bit. He so told I had said, like, because we, we had Bernard Hopkins in. I just mentioned to our yeah. listeners. And one of the things that, that spurned uh, Bernard Hopkins is when he did a little stretch in prison, 
he had a tough run because the guy who killed his brother was in prison with him. He was able to stay away from him. But on his way out of prison, the warden said, I'll see you in six months. And that was what had spurned him on to, like, say, no, you're not, son of a bitch. Became one of the greatest boxers that ever lived. Bernard Hopkins, Hall of Famer type guy. I know you did a little tiny stretch. You did maybe three and a half, which is more time than either Willie or I had done. Right. Was that one of the things that got you going into it? Or is that just kind of a coincidence that that's kind of when you started fighting mixed martial arts in, in, in earnest? Um, really, I just grew up fighting all the time, every weekend, just fighting. So I used to just love to fight, and plus... Backyard or just neighborhood shit? Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, having growing up in a rough child, in a household, a rough, real rough um, mm-hmm. household, and um, seeing domestic violence all the time, and just built up a lot of anger inside of myself. And, and so I just felt like that was the only way to, um, to release my anger, just fighting. Was football not enough? I know you're in Kilgore on a football scholarship. Willie is a whole. Uh, Willie is a um, a Super Bowl, Bowl winning uh, offensive lineman with the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been able to do a chin up, but I'm saying that like, so a guy like you who wants to get like some aggression out. Like, I, I think football was enough for you. Oh, a guy 100%. who came up in the Bronx and right. stuff like that, went to Hofstra and went to Steelers and then to the Jets. Was football not enough? You needed to get into a cage or you needed to get into a box ring and beat the balls off somebody. Yeah, football wasn't enough at all for me. You know, I just like like physically hitting somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, what position somebody. did you play? Defense in. Okay. Yeah. So we would have tussled a little bit. Yeah. We'd have, we'd yeah. had a good time. When did you play? Uh, I played all five uh, on the trenches, but yeah. I played uh, college-wise. I went to Hofstra, small school in Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. I What's next for you as far as one of my favorite fights, obviously, soundbite Lars talked about is my balls is hot. You're in the mm-hmm. ring with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Was that was that pronto, or you just like your balls was really hot? <laughs> no, I just took my shorts off to throw them in the crowd, and I didn't think he was going to ask me why I took them <laughs> off. So that was the first thing that came to my head. Saying my balls are hot, so I don't know. <laughs> and people love you for it now. Oh, that's crazy because I say crazy stuff all the time, right? And I don't say it just um, get attention and stuff like that. Just the way my my sense of humor is. Well, that's good. I mean, that was you, a big fight, though. I mean, yeah. against Volkov because he was probably yeah. ahead on cards and all that stuff. By mm-hmm. the time you knocked him out, he's kind of like a, a poor man's Drago. <laughs> so it was like it was a good fight. Then you get down, you do that dog thing at the end. And now Volkov, I'm just looking at at his next fight is against this guy Greg Hardy. And now you and Greg Hardy don't have any kind of history, but Greg Hardy is not a good dude, tends to shoot his mouth off. I believe at one point he said you had hands as pillows or something like that. <laughs> is there somewhere down the road where that gets you mad enough? Because it seems like you're a guy who wants to take out anger inside the ring, even though you have a good personality and you say some funny sound bites. Is there any point where you can get in there and try to beat the fucking brains out of Greg Hardy? Because I think a lot of people would like to see that. Yeah, of course. Sooner or later, we'll, I'm pretty sure sometime next year we'll get in there. Mm. No, Greg, um, I can't breathe, but I beat my wife, Hardy. Oh, yeah, that's what I call him. Oh, because the inhaler. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, for people who aren't too familiar, Greg Hardy was caught using an inhaler uh, in the corner of a match. And also, for people who don't know, How he's is that a domestic possible? abuse type guy. It's just, uh, he's, he's a moron. Um, so, that's, that's a fight that a lot of people want to see. And I would assume that that's a fight that you'd be pretty confident in that you'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Right now, he's not even ranked, so he's mm-hmm. really not. But does that matter to you? It don't matter to me at all. You know, as long as I get paid, so right? I'm really doing it for the money, so I'm not doing it to be the best fighter in the world. And then, with you in 2017, you were going to walk away. 
you said that you were going to possibly uh, walk away from the sport. And then you had some back issues and stuff. What's mm-hmm. the trajectory for a guy your age who's uh, like as far as where you think you can go with this, looking to get paid? You're only 34 years old. But how much longer can you keep up being in the strength? Because we see just how we have Stipe in here. Um, who's the gentleman? Robbie Lawler. Lawler, yeah. Lawler is the guy who went to a new trainer and got like a fresh set of downs by using technology to waken up muscles that he never had before. He's like one of those real intensive type trainer guys. So that extended his life, uh, his lifespan within the sport. How much longer do you think that you can go as a 34-year-old guy competing at this level? It's really whenever my body says, sit your black ass down. Okay. And, um, Mine's just every day. <laughs> yeah, I know what I feel. It's um, just really, I've just been taking it more serious now. So really training how I'm supposed to be training and taking like everything more serious. Like now I when you say serious, why didn't you take it serious before? Uh, because I just felt like I just had this natural born ability just to knock anybody out. I mm-hmm. really didn't have to train as hard like my opponents do. And so now that I'm taking it more serious, that I'm training three times a day instead of only 30 minutes a day. Wow, and am I oh am I right to say that you're looking lean? You're, oh yeah, I'm you're, lean. You're as lean as as you've been probably for a big chunk of your career right now, right? Oh, for sure. For right, sure. I'm real lean right now. Um, somewhat of a vegan. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> no, I'm bullshit. Kind of no, yeah, <laughs> that's a sound bite. Like some guy had said that, and I looked it up. I didn't even click on it because it made me angry. Well, where did the vegan thing come? No, in? I'm not no vegan. Okay, right good. Now. I'm bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You got me, motherfucker. <laughs> you was in a press conference with DC, man, and you had one of, another funny sound, but he was like, "Why do you hate DC?" Because you was like the way he eats chicken. Yeah, and I almost like that Popeye's chicken. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost fell out my goddamn chair. <laughs> and I was sitting there. I was like, "Only real ones know you got to eat it a certain type of way." El- <laughs> elbows, elbows on the table, locked down on the chicken, and you got to get the gristle. Yeah, he only. <laughs> Leave all that meat on the bone. You can't do that, man. You <laughs> talking about you fool? Like, yeah, man, man. You gotta eat all that. And he pudgy. DC got a little. He's a little pudgy. Cormier's got a little bit to him. I think he yeah. would enjoy some. And Popeyes, I didn't realize because I I don't really mess with Popeyes up here too much. But it's a little different down. Tell him how different it is in New Orleans, man. It's real different. Um, and get that Cajun sparkle. That's it, that, right that there. Pickle, yeah. That hot pickle. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that jalapeno in the bag. Yes, know? sir. But um, they coming back with the sound Sunday. So yes. How do, you, how do you know this? No, no, they they announced it's, it. I know you've been on the road, but they announced it coming back out with the chickens. I love that this guy is about to get into a ring on uh, on Saturday, Saturday against. He, I'm telling you, against his, a crazy his fucking <laughs> Bulgarian. And I started with a gay joke, and now we went right to Popeye's chicken sandwiches. It's fucking perfect. But, uh, yeah, so they announced it, and they want to do it on the day the Chick-fil-A is closed. It's always closed on Sunday. So they're like, if you need some chicken on a Sunday and Chick-fil-A isn't going to give it to you, Come on by. We'll try to get you a sandwich. The game. They are. They're fucking dominating it. Is that your top, is that your top five? Yeah, it's Pop- top five for sure. What, what, is, what is the beast eating on this off day? What, what's, what's your must-have? Um, really just spicy chicken. Probably a 20-piece. Not, not, not just for me, for the, the <laughs> oh, family, okay. the kids. I'm glad you cleared like that, that up. Three kids, <laughs> right? That sounded like a heart attack. Yes. How yeah. old are the kids? We have 15... 
eight and six. This is a fifteen year old, uh, two boys and a girl, I believe, right? It's the girl. She's the oldest. She's yeah. a, so the the boy, and it could be the girl now too. I don't mean to be sexist, or either of them have that same fire that you seem to have. Like I don't want to mess with you. I can tell right now mm-hmm. that you're a guy who gets dangerous if I push if I push the wrong button. <laughs> so I'm dancing around. I wasn't going to mention the chick until you did. You <laughs> kids, do I? We know how y'all are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know I like chicken. Soon I walked in the door. Yeah, exactly. I said well, I got a feeling, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have those hands. Yeah. Um, do the kids have a have that killer in like? And I know you'd said you'd you alluded to some domestic violence in your house growing up, so I won't ask whether or not your pop had given you the urge. But do your kids have what you have as far as wanting to get into the ring and kind of mix it up? And then how do you feel about it if they do? Um, not at all. My kids really just smart. Oh, good. Um, they want to stay in school. They love going to school, so they're completely opposite than me already. And, um, they're straight-A students, really. And so I'm just happy. I'm really – I'll support them whatever they want to do whenever they grow up. Okay. There's whatever. no push to put them in football or anything it's like that? Because you're in the South. Yeah. You know, that's, Their mom don't want them in football. I'm saying I want to get concussions and stuff. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. And so you stayed out of the way of that. So it's whatever they want to yeah. do, really. So right. it don't matter to me. How come she's wearing the pants? I'm oh, scared. Just told, I'm totally joking. All right, I, went, I, I don't want to push that guy there, but how about coming to see you fight? Have the kids been seeing you fight for a long time? Yeah, they've seen me fight, but it doesn't matter if I'm winning the fight or even if I win the fight, they still talk shit about me. Oh, uh, okay. So Who talks shit about My you? kids. What they say? Oh, he kicking in your butt. He kicked me in my leg, but he just say, oh, he kicked me kicking in your butt and just keep making jokes about it. Right. They don't know you out there fighting for your yeah. life. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what? why I say they ain't going to Toys R Us no more, and I never took them back. Just because Toys R Us closed down, they didn't know that, though. Oh, but man. Just think, I wasn't going to take them to Toys R Us. Hit them with the hokey dope. Yeah. I just want to throw this out to you, because I, mm-hmm. I know you're a foodie, like me and Large, and I just want you to answer honestly. Can you give us that? Yeah, I got you. Uh, give us the best Halloween candy. Top five. Mine's number one is candy corn. I was going to say that. You like get candy corn? <laughs> Can I get God. some? Jesus Christ. They don't understand. Yeah, it's becoming eat, like a chicken eat, thing? They don't you understand. eat the white part first, then. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? You turn it around, eat the oh, other part. That is absolute fucking Now, who trash. wants smoke? I don't know. Who I, wants I, I mean, smoke? I don't know no, what You're right. Like. It's the best. Bro. <laughs> exactly. They be giving me shit. Yeah, right. I mean, I, especially I mean, I, the ones that sticks together. Oh, you pick those up. That's the good one. Really? Don't, let, don't have a little yeah. chocolate at the end. Yeah, touchdown, <laughs> touchdown. So now this uh, this new YouTube channel that you're doing. So I'm up on it now. I'm looking at the broke back hill where some guy's manipulating the shit out of you. <laughs> Looks like he's doing it. So that's something that you're going to put some in, uh, some effort into. People can follow you, see some behind the scenes type shit, and what makes you tick, lifestyle type stuff. Yeah, most of the stuff that you um, you don't see on my Instagram and or. What UFC will post of me, like before the fight and stuff like that. So just my everyday living, really. Right. And so you can see that when you get on uh, YouTube, it's underneath Houston underscore Beast. Yes. So that's the easiest way to find it because there's a lot of Derek Lewis fan pages, like I had seen, especially on on other social media type stuff. People mm-hmm. either pretending to be you or just putting up the fan pages. Um, but if you want to see the real uh, Derek Lewis YouTube page uh, with kind of the behind the scenes look, it's Houston underscore beast and what do you think about that how you how do you living in this world because it seems like you're the type of guy who could say some inappropriate shit at times i sometimes fall into that trap too how do you live in this like social media type world where all of a sudden if you speak your mind on twitter you're gonna have the blue checkmark brigade try and cancel you you know like that's like with lebron with china not that you're commenting on china 
<clears throat> inside the octagon, but stuff like that. Like, how do you handle that shit? I really don't care what people say. So mm-hmm. that's why I always say speak my mind because end of the day, no matter what you say or do, somebody is not going to like it. You know, people didn't like Jesus, what he did, and he right. was doing a number of good things. And so it really don't matter. I think because we talk about it all the time, you know, we had we've had Dana on, we had Dana on, and we talk about yeah. fighters being able to carry fights, and it's notoriously known that you know, say what you want about Conor McGregor, his outward personality and how he sells fights is really why people beside him producing in the cage. Do you feel like you need to kind of be like kind of this, you know, whatever off the cuff fighter to kind of keep your name and obviously winning and all that stuff? It's a total package as far as marketing. No, not at all. You know. I'm like I keep telling people. I, I'm just doing this for the money. I'm not doing it to be famous. I'm not doing it to be the best fighter in the world. Stuff like that. I'm just really doing it for the money. So if not, for, if it wasn't for the fight game, then what? What's what would it be? If it wasn't for the fight game, I'd probably just be a garbage truck driver, um, working for AAA still, or uh, in the oil field. It's real. I mean, yeah. that's, just, that's being real. Be happy with that. You know? No coaching or nothing like that. No coach. Fuck the kids. Um, fuck people. <laughs> you know, I'm not a people's person. <laughs> yeah. At all. But it's tough because you do have a great person. Obviously, you have this menacing look. You're a big son of a bitch. Obviously, you like to knuckle up. But you do seem like a guy, and I, I imagine we're from, I'm from the Bronx, New York, a rough neighborhood. Not, probably not too far from uh, on the ranks of where you're from. Mm-hmm. Kids need a guy to look to. There's a, there's, a, there's a story that you hold, considering that you're a father, Great fighter, coming from a rough, uh, rough conditions. Why wouldn't you go back and talk to the kids and say, "Listen, man, this is this is what you should be doing." Nah, I, I feel like I'm really my responsibility is just to raise my kids the right way, mm-hmm. and it's not. I feel like it's not my job to raise another man kid. So, kind of that just, Charles Barkley. I'm I'm no role model. I just yeah, do I'm what not I do. a role model at all. You know, I'm role model to my kids in a certain light. You know. They really don't see what I do on TV, like the interviews and stuff I post on social media. Right. So at home, I'm a totally different guy in front of them and stuff like that. So I'm just re- really a role model for my kids. But a 15-year-old but a fifteen year old daughter, I have a 15-year-old son. It's about that time. What happens when somebody comes to take her to prom? I mean, you must get asked this all the time, but are you polishing the guns when the guy comes over, or is it just showing up with the shirt off? I, I don't know the the UFC gloves <laughs> opening the door. Well, we just we just found out yesterday, me and her mom, um, that she had thought. What do you mean? So stop she, it. She dog. Dog. She out there wilding out, no man. Like she's a straight A student in K classes and everything. You know, okay. like she's sending want to send naked pictures to dudes and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I would yeah. be terrified. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but I just, just found out yesterday, so I'm like, you can't wait to get home. Oh yeah, <laughs> I told her mom take a cell phone away. Yeah, I'm gonna take the door off the hinges. Mm-hmm. No more locked door. Can you can you imagine being the son of a bitch that your <laughs> Derek, your dad's the beast and he found out about them pictures? I remember there's a story. I'm like, don't call me, girl. <laughs> it might even be the gentleman who went on to be this this stud running back at University of Georgia, but. When Evander Holyfield was was yeah. training for a fight, it might have been in like the Poconos, mm-hmm. and his kids fucked up down in Atlanta, and he grabbed a jet. He said, "I'm I'm coming out of training camp," mm-hmm. and he flew home to beat the kid, and then flew back to training camp. Imagine you're the kid waiting at the airstrip <laughs> for Evander Holyfield to get out to beat your ass, <laughs> like, you know. So I think if your daughter's going to 
said something a little bit inappropriate. I'm sure it's just you know girls be girls type stuff. She's mm-hmm. she's lashing out, but I'm sure there's a little bit of terror. Or are you a pushover? Like you already you've already established that your wife can kind of push you around a little bit. Is that true <laughs> or not? I'm saying that you give her a little bit of quarter, <laughs> you get pushed around by the kids too. Yeah, of course, because shit. At the end of the day, I'm gonna need some ass, so I'm gonna <laughs> let my wife push me around. Right? You know? yeah. Shit, <laughs> I'm not going out with a, without no ass, so I let her push me around a little bit. Yeah. So it all comes back to <laughs> <laughs> said, shit. I need some ass. <laughs> The realer words have never been spoken. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess that's why I do it, too. <laughs> what uh, hurts right now? What do you mean? Back. I mean, um, the, the, the recent, what was the most recent surgery? It was a knee surgery. The knee surgery. Yeah, scope. Um, yeah, they scope me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's really just, there's no pain or nothing like that. Just not 100%. Um, the strength wise, mm-hmm. and it's probably like 95 percent right now. Can Blackoy work the knee the same way you're going to try to get him in the knife hole? Like it seems like oh. his is telegraph. When he takes his shirt off, there's a hole in his chest. <laughs> you know, so it's almost literally a hole in the chest. <laughs> it's yeah, something yeah. you just kind of want to thumb, I would assume. But uh, is it something that you, somebody can wear? I'm not. I don't want to give away oh, the kryptonite nah, stuff for you. He can hit it all he wants. It's not going to hurt. It's just the strength wise. It's right. not 100. percent What's the prediction for Saturday? Oh, I'm really I always look for the knockout, so it just I'm just look for anything that's what he give me, you know. If he don't give me anything then I look for the knockout. And I we talked about it a little bit before uh we jumped back on air. This fight is different for you because now you've like you said, the training's serious, you're the total mm-hmm. package, you're doing more, you're putting more of your arsenal together. You may shock the world, this may end early. Just because before you're like, Listen, I'm just going for this guy's neck. I'm going to break it and go home. Now you're like, this guy doesn't know what's coming. He's going to expect a brawler, but mm-hmm. he may get a guy who can throw him on the mat and put him in a submission hole. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, So I'm I'm surprised myself. I'm surprised a lot of people, too, with my my performance this weekend. So. Is that part of your motivation going into this fight to prove to yourself and prove to everybody else you're just not this kind of backyard slugger? Yeah, for sure, and especially whenever I haven't even been taking it, my training that serious. You know, A lot of people know I haven't been training. Training a series like my coach, he knows that. So, your coach, your coach is over there, I imagine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now Dana White hears that. <clears throat> was that part? He's like, listen, man, we want to keep you on the big stage, mm-hmm. but we need more of a showing. Was that the motivation to kind of put it all together? No, um, I know for sure that I, I need to put it all together. I mm-hmm. know I got to keep winning and stuff like that to keep my job. So, you know, it's pretty much common sense to um, to get the win. You know, if I want to uh, still work for the company, who would you most like to beat up? Next, after you get through him, who who is I mentioned Hardy, but I think th- that's a good fight that people will tune into because, like I said, you have the right personality for it, and he's the proper villain on the other side. Um, but that might be a step down for you, especially like a new invigorated training Derek Lewis, who's going to tear through this dude and kind of want to make a run at a belt. Who's the next fight for you that you would want to have on this table? Um, probably. Nugano again, you know, really, really slug it out for real this time. Fireworks, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, He's a big him, too. I met him. Yeah, He's a big guy. either him or um, Curtis Blaze, you know. Anybody that's in front of me, uh, rematch with June. Awesome. Yeah. I hear you. And then how soon is that turnaround where you, get, you guys get to fight? <clears throat> it's really how healthy I am after this fight. You know, um, if I'm – Come out 100% healthy, then 
That'd be great to fight Nugano in December. How long does it usually take you to recover? Shit, probably two weeks. Really? Yeah. You just feel like, all right, I'm ready to go again. Mm-hmm. It's just really mentally, really. Just take a toll on you mentally. Is it just the lack of sleeping or just the angst going into the Just race? thinking about the same dude every day, day and night. So chances are you got this guy blasting on your fridge, and every time you open the fridge, you see his fucking face. It just pisses you off. Just, yeah. No matter if I'm cooking, eating, or having sex, you know, this guy is <laughs> on my head, on my mind 24-7. With the I'm sex. Serious. I'm yeah, serious. No, but, with the, but you can't be thinking about him while you fucking, bro. I know that. I don't tell her that, but I'm like, <laughs> okay. You don't you don't yell out black oy right there, that like towards the end because well, I, that was I say booty hole so <laughs> it's quite the same thing. How do you do? You, uh, do you refrain before the fight like traditional boxers do to keep the legs? You, I mean, I know Covington says that he was banging right up until ring time with his yeah. MAGA girls and no, stuff. How about you? He paying them, but um, <laughs> but no um, no, I still bang whatever into the fight. You know, my wife in town, we still bang or what. Now, worried about the legs? Even a day. No. The legs. Is, is that false? This is false. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I bang before I even train. I train hard, harder than I even fought. So so sex is the key. More might se- be the key. More sex. Yeah. Better might, training. Yeah. Might be the, might be the, the booty hole. That should be the title of your book. That booty hole <laughs> check yeah. got me fucked up. I'm all, I'm all destroyed by that. Yeah. I'm gonna punch right in the booty hole. <laughs> now, who's your uh, who's your heroes as far as the fight game? The box. I know you you had uh, some some history with Foreman, right? Yes, I had a little history with him. Um, but yeah, he's not my hero or anything. Mm-hmm. But my grandfather was. Um, he passed away in 2012. And see a fighter? No, he wasn't a fighter. Okay, yeah. just um, a great father. You know, great, great role model. G- great role model. You know. Um, so there, we talk about like the Mike Tysons and obviously all these guys. I'm we both grew up big Mike Tyson fans, like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Was there anybody say, you know what? When I get into the ring, I want to be like this guy. Is there anybody you try to model your game after? Yeah, for sure. Um, Mike Tyson was the one too. You mm-hmm. know? I'm sure everyone was Mike Tyson. You know, just his fighting style, his killer instinct, and when he get in the ring. So, do you get? Is there anybody that? Because you don't look like a guy who gets like I. I I'm, We've met a lot of, you know, famous people, if you will. Is there anybody that shell shocks you? Like, man, that's that's such and such. That maybe puts you deer in the headlights. Like, man, I'm terrified to meet Other him. Other than Willie and Large? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, nah. Nobody. Bro. No famous actor. Because I met a couple of people before, and, like, they're completely different. Then I see them in the movies and on TV and stuff like that. So it's like they really just acting. Okay. So that's not how they, I see them. But I, I like every now and again, I, I don't like to consider myself a guy who gets starstruck. We started working here, and we get a lot of you know celebrities like yourself who comes in. And also like Stone Cold Steve Austin came yeah, Stone Cold one day. Bananas. And it drove everybody bananas. People who don't react to A-Rod walking through or Mark Wahlberg walking through or – Kevin Hart, all of a sudden Stone Cold hits that nerve. I think the same thing happened when Ice Cube came through. Yeah, Ice Cube All of a sudden dope. people came th- out of the woodwork. Uh, Lisa Ann, what do we say? Because uh, like as a porn. You know what Lisa Ann uh, is. Right? You know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Porn stuff. Well, you don't probably watch. You no. Know, the only one I used to watch is Pinky. Yeah, he liked black porn. Like okay. Ebony. Yeah. Ebony, as they yeah, say. I don't white porn. I am. I, you know, <laughs> not, not, so, 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 big night. 
I'd get turned off on that. Like, Do you really? Yeah. yeah. I took my dick back in my drawers, so I'm gone. Really? I don't fuck with no white porn, no. no. Took my dick back in my drawers. <laughs> so then a good night for you. He's like, get back in here. This shit ain't popping no more. A good night <laughs> for you would be, uh, and this is the most racist thing I've ever said to a gigantic man, but a good night for you would be some traditional black porn starring Pinky, some caramel. Or Fire. Some caramel corn. Mm-hmm. Or no, what is it called? Candy corn? A little Candy bit corn. of Popeye's fried chicken with the special dust, whatever yeah. the fuck you say, the sparkle. C- Cajun sparkle, baby. <laughs> I Can I mention malt liquor or do I, I fucking stay away from that? <laughs> oh, you a beer guy? Yeah, I'm a beer guy. What we drinking? Um, Bud Light. Damn. Bud Light, Budweiser. To your Bud guy. Shout out to Bud Light. We'll be down there in Jacksonville, Florida. Absolutely. We'll be down there on Biggest Friday. cocktail party. We'll be at your fight with down in Jacksonville. I'll drink Modelo whenever they pay See? me. So. Oh, it's you all over the place now. Modelo's got some great big Modelo guy. contracts when Yankee Stadium. I like the black, the Negro. Yep, yeah, yep. Modelo. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you like your porn black, I know you like your Modelo black too. <laughs> what's the biggest? Uh, what's the biggest thing that you have to stay away from when you're in like New York City? I mean, you're walking down every 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 block. You find a different restaurant that you want to go. Yeah, into. what's your weakness? Trying to stay vegan and 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 lean, <laughs> and Satan and fucking. No, New York Possible is, burgers. New York is nasty, man. Yeah, it's a shit, it's a trashy city. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's a dirty city. I'm kind of, I'm somewhat of a German phobe, so I can't really eat New York food. Really? You're gonna rats. miss out on so much. Yeah, them big ass rice. Yeah, miss out <laughs> on them rabies and shit. Have yeah. you been up to? Go to Sylvia's. You'll appreciate Sylvia's in Harlem. What nah. is that? Yeah, cinnamon Sylvia's. Yeah, that gets a little filthy though. I mean, no, for a guy who's a German phobe, I can't let you talk about Syl- <laughs> Sylvia's. He would, he would like Sylvia's. All right. Go to Sylvia's. How long are you here for? Well, you get fights out of here. And then you get the hell out of Dodge. It's one of those things where you come to New York for as long as you need mm-hmm. to be in New York, and then you get the hell out of Dodge? Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to get a slice of pizza or nothing? No, I'll probably have a pizza today. Okay. I'll probably get some today. Then we're going like, do the fight Saturday. Then we're flying straight to Vegas for SEMA. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now, let me. but then let me ask you something. I think the answer is going to be no. Is there, because Madison Square Garden is back. Bar- the Barclays Center is becoming a venue for UFC, uh, MMA in general, and boxing, boxing and stuff right. like that. Is it something special for you, a guy who doesn't have any necessarily affinity for New York City, to be fighting in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena? Or is it just another day at the office for you? And I think that might be your answer. I'm not sure. Yeah, for sure. Right. You just <laughs> don't give a shit, man. Yeah, I don't care. You know, um, the way they set the <laughs> venue up, it's like, any other venue, so it's really don't even seem like you're fighting in Madison Square Garden or nothing like that. Right. You know, you really just got to, I guess, prepare yourself before the fight and thinking, like, oh, this Madison Square Garden. What do you think? It's not. It's like it just looks like any other arena. Yeah. But what? did you feel that way, though, in the Super Bowl when it got really loud or no. when you were in, like, in different stadiums? Like, Well, that's what I was going to ask him. What's your thought process before going to, me, uh, going to the cage? Because for me – you know, I I had to calm myself down. That was the biggest mm-hmm. thing I had to do because mm-hmm. I was so, you know, just like you, you to you, and I and I'm and like I said, I'm not trying to compare myself to a fighter, but you go from walking into, you heading towards the stadium, you get to the stadium, you prepare. It's like your scope gets shorter, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you're tightening your scope because now you're like, listen, I got to go out here and do a goddamn job. Yeah. I got to be physical. I got to be right. I got to get after it. And I may, hey, this man may push me to my limits. So now I have to mentally align my, my mind, my heart, and my nuts together so mm-hmm. I can go out there and come out victorious. Mm-hmm. What's your thought process before going into the cage? Um, just really just controlling my nerves, you know, mm-hmm. controlling the 
anxiety and everything like that. And just um, focus and really just know that my coach is going to have my back if I'm in trouble. Just listen to my corner, and they'll they'll help me out the most, you know, because it's really going in there, one-man show, Mm -hmm. so everything is on you. So it's kind of hard to really um, blame anything, any of my mistakes on anyone else but myself. So all the pressure is on me. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, it was the same thing. I just, I just, it took me, you know, everybody, this, that famous, not famous, but every Sunday they show the guys lining up, you know, a hand across their heart, listen to the national anthem. For me, during that time, I was counting down from, I was doing 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. I was just constantly trying to calm myself down. Right, laser focus. Yeah, because the first play, you know, you go out there and blow your gas and you win it. You got the guy mm-hmm. in front of you trying to kick your ass. It's all about controlling. We talk about it in Rough and Rowdy, which is going down November 22nd mm-hmm. uh, out in Rhode Island, the Feast of the uh, feast in the Northeast. Uh, check that out. But it, it is about controlling your nerves. Mm-hmm. This, I think that's why some people don't bring their kids. Like That's yeah. why I'm surprised sometimes with you because mm-hmm. I mean, your daughter, you, you said the thought thing, which drove me uh, off the wall. I love that shit. Um, but I like she probably would be more terrified to you when she come, sees you coming in laser-focused to beat the shit out of, uh, out of Black Oil on Saturday. Like some people don't. I remember Matt Mitrione, who you had fought. I had, I had the pleasure of, inter, of interviewing that guy, and he doesn't bring his kids around either because he's a different fucking person. Mm-hmm. You know, like to scare. It's tough to then go and kiss them goodnight when they just saw you try to take somebody's fucking head off. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. My kids look at me side eyed whenever I come home. Sometimes, whenever right yeah. after the fight. You know, they stare at me a little weird, <laughs> right? Know, thinking I'm about to whoop their butt or something like that, right? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up just to make sure everybody knows that yes. on on Saturday, November second, this upcoming Saturday, at Madison Square Garden. If you're in town, go get your ticket. Otherwise, the pay per view card is for UFC uh, two forty four, I believe it is. You're gonna see Derek Lewis versus Blagoy Avanov, the crazy Bulgarian with the butthole in his chest. We learned about good fried chicken. <laughs> we learned about candy corn. We learned about fucking the day of the fight. This was an absolute uh, pleasure, and we wish you all the health, uh, uh, success, YouTube page in the world. Yeah, and go, you shout out to his YouTube page and Derek Lewis, the fighter, the beast uh, underscore UFC is where you get him on all of his uh, his social media, and it'll get you right into the YouTube page. And uh, and that's it. And that's it. It was Houston underscore the beast for the uh, actual YouTube page. You gonna come back? Yeah, I'll come back. Barstool's own Donnie Does is growing out his mo to save a bro. Join him on the Barstool Movember team and help us change the face of men's health. For every fifty dollars that you fundraise, our team, you get an entry to win a trip for two to join us at the Army versus Navy live college football show in December. Head to Movember.com slash Barstool to join our team. Grow your mustache and fundraise for your chance to win the grand prize. All right, welcome on back. We have the Basement Yard boys here again. Joey Santagato, Danny Lopriori. Um, Danny, kick us off with a little freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, do, we, do we have any beats, or are we just going straight from the top? I'll get you a beat. Hold on. Yeah, let me get some yeah, beats, Yeah, you, you got to give the big man some beats. You guys want to give, th- give me a theme, or you want me to just go off the top? Uh, uncircumcised dicks. Yeah. Uncircumcised dicks. Got Perfect. it. Should be able to hold it together for that. Yeah. All right, ready? Had to put Here the hoodie up. Drop that shit. Yeah. Uh. Had to put the hoodie up. Just like my penis. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, they asked when I was young. I was just a young buck. 
They was like, your penis boy looks uncut. And I don't even care. Yeah, I'm here for the win. Yeah, I got some extra foreskin. Yeah, yeah I got three skin uh. and two skin, one skin. I don't give a fuck because I'm here. I'm in the function. I ain't even have to sneak the guns in. And I just told y'all to chill while my fucking penis comes over the hill. Guess what? I got a little extra flappy. Yeah, my penis in a bag. If you put my penis in the wind, the foreskin looks like it's just flapping in the wind like a flag. I just want you to understand I got bars for days. I ain't scared. Yeah, I got scars from gays. And I just got people just looking at me, yeah. just cooking at me, producers booking at me. You hear the rhymes off the top, top of my York. head. I ain't scared, motherfucker, because you ended up dead. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows that I'm trying to make a billion. I just came to boss to melt down the building. <clears throat> I don't even care. Show that shit to your children. <clears throat> Stay with Joey. Said I'll make you a million. Yeah, and I don't even care. I shaved my dairy yeah, and I got pubic hairs everywhere. Woo. And what you won't say, oh Danny, we don't really like you because most of your freestyles are gay. Yeah, then suck my dick. <laughs> I don't give a fuck because you a stupid ass bitch. Came off the top, I was broke, now I'm rich. Rolex Submariner on the wrist. Spent a couple damn fucking dads up in Kiff. Catch me up in sacks, buying two shirts, one white and one black. Cost a couple racks. I just bought Versace motherfucking rows and draws for my sack. Suck on my ass from the back. And if Ooh. bitches understand, I don't even know how I rap. Cut the yeah. mic. Cut the mic. Cut I'm just the saying, mic. Man. Don't hurt him. I'm just saying, don't man. Don't hurt him. I put on, I put on for my city, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody locked down. Damn. People see me in the street. They tell me to chill. I say, I'm all good. I'm on Cirque, baby. Sometimes, sometimes, like... Yeah, you know we don't we don't like letting them go off like that. You know what I'm saying? I come back. That's you know, all off the top too, Pat. It's a, it's a dog right there. That's Man. all off the top. <laughs> Me and Pat have a great relationship. It's a say. weird one. It's a, I think it's a it, weird one. It got off to a good start when you first came in because I just called you a king. Yeah, and you really respected uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were horny off the bat. I was yeah. horny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm also an egomaniac, so that helps at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys doing for Halloween? Are you getting dressed up? Uh, we're going to Nashville. <laughs> We're getting on a plane on Halloween, probably dressed up. Yeah. Not and, then, what I and, then, and then getting off the plane in Nashville in costumes and probably just go out straight from there. Yeah. Uh, what's in Nashville? Uh, we're going to see our buddy play, uh, Mika Zvanajad with the New York Rangers. Right. Uh, we're going to go see them play the Predators. Probably should sh- change the team name. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, not in this day and age. You can't have that. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we just kind of made a trip out of it. So, what are you guys, uh, what are you dressing up as? Do you think, is there an age that you have to stop dressing up? Yeah, it's 30, and I, I don't know why I'm doing it. Well, how old are you? I, honestly, I think it's before that, to be honest. Like, I think we should give the, you know, the holiday back to children, but it's become a different thing. It's not scary anymore. But Halloween's not scary. No, no. Well, Halloween belongs to gays. For I don't. Sure. I don't agree with that. If you're a straight guy who gets, dresses up on Halloween, you are gay. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, that's good gay logic. He's a tough gay critic is what it is. You want to know? TGC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a TGC. Yes, a lot Uh, of acronyms. But I think, like, Halloween is a – if you try too hard – it's not. It's not good. Oh, Pat's can. <laughs> yeah, there it is. How much bar stool clothes do you own? Uh, yeah. Do you have any <laughs> T-shirts that are? It's now. all I have. Yeah. yeah. Is <laughs> this one has my name on it? Oh, oh wow. Does it? Where? My name's Pat. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Willie, oh, yeah, Willie Large and Pat. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> You're Willie, right? What were you for Halloween last year? Uh, last year was a doctor. Third year in a row. Okay. Since I've been sober, I do have like dreams where like I'm still coked out, and I was like, "Damn, those." Did you days. used to just do but a ton of coke? I used to do just a good amount of schneef and then uh, <laughs> I, and, and drink and drink a bunch because 
the, it would level me out. So like the shneef right. would get me really high and paranoid, and then the the alcohol would bring me down. And it's also impossible to come too with like coke penis. But I shoot the coke big cock. I shoot the biggest nuts though when I was like all coked up because I was just beating my penis like a drum for, for like, hours. Oh my god! I can never like. Oh, you were you were smashing that thing on on coke? Yeah, dude. You ever just wow. ha- you ever just not been able to perform on coke? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's really hard because there's there's three levels of cocaine use, right? There's you do one line and you like enjoy it, and you're like, oh yeah, I did a little coke tonight. Right. Then the second one, it's like, yeah, I'll get my own like G. And then you're just like, no, I just want my own. I want my <laughs> own right now. And then it comes into you get your own, and then it's four o'clock in the morning, and then you get another one. That's like big time degenerate. Yeah, like all right, fuck it. I'm already up this late. I might as well ruin it, dude. I'm watching fucking the first run of fucking Sports Center, just fucking coked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm good off. morning, America. <laughs> and the thing about coke is it, tell, it makes you tell everybody how much you love them. I'll call people just coked out. Just be like, yo, just yeah, I'd, I'd like, yo, you were so inspirational. And they're like, sir, this is a Wendy. I actually have a friend that I know. Every time he calls me after 10:30, I don't pick up because I'm like, I already know what this is. Like, yeah. He usually will call me and be like. Yo, Joe, I got this guy. From, uh, he's from Sweden. He's got a, a t-shirt company, and he's gonna do your merch. I was like, dude, no, dude, you're you're high on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine is honestly the best drug there is, though. It's not even close. When's the last time you did some? Uh, over four hundred days ago. Oh, it was like that. Yeah. You got it down to the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> four hundred like days. Every once got, in a while, I mess I got around. Chips, dog. Twenty hours, and yeah. <laughs> I no. got chips. How I got chips. Were, how much Sober were you chips. doing at, at your? Uh, at your peak. So at my peak, I was probably doing like. F- oh, I love it. <sighs> this is going to be hilarious. It's also the funniest drug there is. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's Cocaine is hilarious. It, first of all, it just makes you. I would just pace around my apartment, like locking doors and turning lights on and off. <laughs> <laughs> Lock all the windows. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm on the 11th floor. Someone's just coming cleaning? to get me. Yeah, Spider Man's coming for me. But uh, I used to get I used to get coked up and do like play like play like NBA 2K. <laughs> Yeah, do nothing. Are do nice? nothing. Just co- co- Tim- no. I was terrible. I was gonna say, <laughs> I would quit games because like I would want to like listen to like like weird interviews on YouTube. And that runs <laughs> its <laughs> fucking blowing that shit up. Put I, on I inside do, the actor studio now. I would do when I was working bef- before I started working with him, but even a little while I was working with him, I would do like at least like three or four grams a week, probably. <laughs> It's a good amount of coke, yeah. Yeah, it's I a, mean, it's a hilarious amount of coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, Tim Dillon has a great bit. He talks about like how much of a how much of a scumbag he was with drugs, and he's like, if I was rich and famous, there wouldn't be an end. I would die. He's like, but when you're doing coke at your mom's house, playing video games and drinking wine at the kitchen table. <laughs> That runs its course. Oh, yeah, it <laughs> you know does. What I mean? Oh, 100%. It's, like this, it's not fun anymore. No. That's what happened to me, though, too. Like, it, it became not fun. And then also, like, I did, like, a whole bunch, and I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. But I realized I was just having a panic attack. But I was like, yo, I'm dying. And, I, and like, I was with <laughs> Who my- are you with? I was with my friend. My, uh, and First and last name. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out, Max. But I was like, yo, like, yo, I'm fucking, I'm fucking high as shit. And I was like, yo- <laughs> Now I'm like Whisper I'm slurring I'm slurring my words like, oh, like wow. so I'm breathing hyperventilating so I go to fucking New York Presbyterian Hospital shout out New York Presbyterian oh you went in Damn, he's yeah. shouting out a hospital yeah I went I went in and they were like did you do anything tonight and I was like no no I'm just you lie I, yeah. you show up then lie 
I'm completely fine. Yeah. I was like, I, <laughs> I'm okay. No, Why'd you come in? Because when I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm good. When I walked in, when I walked in, they were like, are you having a heart attack? And I just looked at the lady. I go, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she sits me down. She was like, did you do anything tonight? I was like, no, no, no. And then as it died down, I was like, come on. <laughs> This, you know, like an old man on his deathbed. Off just, the record. I was like, come closer. I was like, I'm yipped up. I did some cocaine. <laughs> and they were like, all right, that's good. You're being truthful with us. You're safe here. So now I, I don't know if I'm going to live or die at this sure, moment. Sir, we I'm, know. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're obviously on cocaine. Yeah, just like, like bloody. The guy's like, me too. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, just lay back. So I'm laying back and... uh I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm overdosing or there's like fentanyl in it. I don't know what's going on. Because that's the fear. That's the fear. You that's get a what Fenty? I, yeah. So I thought I got a Fenty Macchiato in my nose. <laughs> so I was just like, yo. So I pull I pull my friend close to me, like real close. I'm just like, go clean my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, yo, if I fucking die from this, I don't want them to like go into like Eat true Hollywood stories, just like Coke and like they look a at your apartment. 20. They go, oh yeah, a now this 20. is a bl- yeah. I was like, I don't a want twenty. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want that now. I only it's did an it with expensive 100. sniff. No, it's- you did it with a hundreds. A hundreds were the best ones to use oh, until yeah. they added the blue strip and all the Coke would get stuck on the blue strip. What about you, Joe? <laughs> I've never done Coke. I, I want him. To do, I want him to do Coke just inside. once. So let's blow some down right now. We're on gold. Yeah, still gold. I mean, we're yeah. on gold. Yeah. That, they were, <laughs> we're on gold. We could sell it. Do you think yeah. you would ever just blow a rail once? No, I will, only because like I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine like blowing something out my nose. Oh, it's fantastic. No, I can't, dude. Especially when you get the right one and it hits you in the back, and you're just like, I want take it easy, buddy. I want you. I want you to talk yourself into a relapse. Yeah, on right. This show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's tell that? me what else. Dude, it's not large. It's, it's so good. <laughs> no, but. uh I think everyone should feel that high at least just once in their life. And now you don't That's drink. horrible advice for children. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> Barstool Gold. Everyone should do Coke once. Everyone should do Coke once. You don't drink. Once. I don't drink. I don't do anything And now. it's because you're afraid if you do drink, you'll get back on the, the, well, I used the spiral. To, I used to drink five uh, days a week. Which is also hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And I would like I would I would find reasons to drink just because like I had like the New England kicker. He would, so, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> he's like, yo, I got Guskowski. Let me I'm go sh- get a sixer. We'll throw <laughs> this down. Sixer. I literally, we were having a conversation. You're probably gonna time. pun here. I literally was like, yo, I, I feel like I drink. I've been drinking a lot, and that uh, that meaning like I would drink Saturday and Sunday, and then one which day is during a lot. the week, right? Which, and then one day during the week. So I was like, all right, like whatever. I gotta chill. So then I was having a conversation with him, and I'm like, yo, I feel like I've been like drinking a lot, you know? And he's and he's like, yeah, me too. I was like, dude, I feel like I've been drinking like like three days a week or something. And he's oh, like, boy. he goes, oh yeah, I I I, I drink a lot, like more than that. I was like, oh, I was like, how many days a week? He's like, I don't know, like four or five. I was like, how much are you drinking on like a Wednesday when you're just like watching the Yankees? He's like, I don't know, like six seven beers. I'm like, dude, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that's, kind a, of, that's drinking. <laughs> what was <laughs> drinking with the purpose to get drunk? What was your drink of choice? I think uh, it was just habitual, right? Yeah, it was it was habitual, but it was just like. We're doing therapy. Yeah, right? And then I realized, I was like, damn, I have a lot of underlying problems. Like, as soon as I stopped drinking, yeah. and then, like... Yeah, because wh- I think that's what kick-started everything. It was because we were like, yo, we're going to stop drinking for 30 days. And yeah. We got, like, f- like, nine days in, and then Danny started having panic attacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, these are... Oh, nobody loved me as a kid. <laughs> and then, you know... And then I was just so fucking fucked up. And then uh, I was having, like, five or six panic attacks a day. 
Man. Like, we were doing an episode once. I was like, yeah, so I was fucking this girl one time. And, like, uh, started, like, gotten, like, got, like oh, started he, crying he during the like, middle of the show. was swallowing a lot, and then I just paused the, the, the Zoom, and I was like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. How long ago was the last time you had a drink? Four, I'm just so fascinated Like, like o- over a year, 400 and some days ago. So I'm trying to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know what the hardest thing to do was? Is that I honestly didn't think I'd be funny without it. I didn't right. think, like, I thought I'd lose, like, all, like, my abilities to, like, be who I am because I associated it all with, like, you know, just hanging out, drinking beers and, like, taking over the room it's and trying to be funny. to drink. Yeah, it's drink fun. Is it's so fun. It's fun as shit. If there wasn't a social aspect to it, I could do without it. But I feel like everything that I, like, when everyone's like, yo, let's go out, it's always like, let's grab a beer. Or yeah. even when you go to, like, a yeah. meeting, it's like, let's meet at a bar, you know? So it's like, it's always... And if there. someone's like, let's grab a coffee, no. Yeah, yeah. like, what is this, sex in the city? I'm not grabbing yeah. a fucking coffee to yeah. meet you. Yeah. I want to alter my brain chemistry and then drink enough to get hungover. Yeah, Man, dude, I that think was I, scientific. I think, right. Yeah, that was. I think I just did, enough, I did enough schneef and, and alcohol for a while that it fucked up my brain chemistry. So once I got rid of those things, my body was just like, yo, what is going on with you? Right. Yeah. You have to, like... Your body has to get used to being normal again before it gets. Yes, yeah, and I also drank, I also drank myself into being and ate myself into being a fucking diabetic as well. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So I fucked my whole body up for like three years. <laughs> Can we make fun of you for being diabetic? Yeah. You call me I, my my fantasy football team is Diabetic Dan. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You, <laughs> Can we make fun of you yeah. for being diabetic? Are you going to Patrice O'Neal yourself? No, oh no, 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 Is that too dark? Yeah, it's oh, right. no, I, I mean, no, I'm no, all no, for no. it. You, you let out a little small. You know, it's still gold. It would have worked, 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 worked on stage. It would have worked on stage. It would have worked on stage. You would have thought it was funny. You fuck off. Do you think you could quit drinking? Yeah, fuck yeah. You could not quit drinking. Yeah, no. What are you talking about? You're an alcoholic as well. There we go. I mean, yeah, but I tell myself I could. Do you have, like, gay demons that make you drink, or you just drink for fun? Do you drink because your dad or something? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. Damn, dude. Now this I is turning crying. into therapy. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have gay demons. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I have demons. are just not gay. I have demons. I got straight demons. <laughs> I have straight demons. Mm. Yeah, everyone's got. Everyone has demons. Because if wait, how often do you drink? I don't drink a lot because of this. This job. If I had a regular bar stool schedule and I could come in at noon like everyone else, yeah, you'd be a wreck. Oh my god, would I be destroyed? So you guys want a beer? <laughs> yeah, right. You, I'll you be guys honest got you, when t- you, I've been looking when, at that liquid. Literally, when you like, said that, my body was just like, "Let's do it right now." Yeah, I like, mean, I'd have a drink. If you hear beer, do you <laughs> feel like oh, I want, I want one. a beer? Yeah. Do you feel that way? Yeah. You feel that way? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, that when was pe- the hardest thing for me to get over. When anyone like, goes, I, right I can't do you want to get a beer? Yeah. I always want to get a beer. Usually, unless I'm like, I just like was like hammered last night, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm good today." Like, I'm not. But even then. Like we went it depends to, how late to the day. To, <laughs> right. It's like 6 yeah. o'clock and I'm over it. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Well, we went to Georgia. Jetski wasn't with us, but we went to Georgia on a trip, and like we went out with Willie and Large. And We're going to get why they call you Jetski in a second. And yeah. those guys drink. And we went out on Friday. I was out until like 5. Yeah. Like I walked home like two miles like through Georgia to find my hotel. And then we got up at 8, and I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. And we were in the car, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to have a beer. And I was just like. Yeah, yeah, I'll take a beer. I guess I'll take yeah, a beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you need that to get you back. Why do they call you Jet Ski? Uh, 
I have like a fake reason that I tell girls sometimes when they ask me, but the real reason I just made like a bunch of fake Twitter names throughout college. I was like uh, Young Spatula. It was all like fake rap names. Young Spatula, like Mark Twain's Neighbor was a good one that had a little bit of traction for a little bit. Mark Twain's uh, Neighbor? Mark Twain's Neighbor, that was a good one. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then Wayne Jetski is what I made um, in my Twitter name. I just kind of took off, and then I started making music, and that's the name I used. That would be a white rapper's name. Wayne Jetski. Wayne Jetski. Right? Wayne. First of all, black people don't know who Wayne Gretzky is. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. And Wayne Jetski. They probably don't really know what Jet They know what Jetskis are, so it's like it's the – Took them both, made it something. Good I for want to you. backtrack a little bit. That. You may have uh, flirted with some sort of racism at that point. Never flirt with racism. They know what jet skis are. Well, now I think the black community definitely knows a lot more about jet skis just because uh, all the rap. Like back in the day, maybe like when they first came out, when rap wasn't as big. I don't think so. But you know, yeah. every Migos song has a jet ski ad lib in it. I think. Yeah. Also, there's that, fam- there's that famous video of fucking DJ Khaled on the jet ski. Yeah, that was love. the funniest. When that first came out, everyone was like, "Dude, he's night, underwater. <laughs> he's underwater <laughs> drinking champagne. How? <laughs> out of a bottle drinking champagne? Oh, yeah, underwater the bottle? Was that the one where he, they, they showed a clip of him fucking his wife and he's just like, yes, big fat ass oh, pounding into her? Oh, yes. it, was fantastic. it was like a quick. It was a quick little like, oh! and then they cut out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, dude. And he was on top, so you know it was fake. Obviously, he's not yeah. getting on top. He was riding her. He would always he was, be like, <laughs> all right, got, this some, is booming. got some turkey, bacon, egg whites. I'm like, dude, you're still like 270. Dude, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> he's been like working out and like eating right. And he's like, I got avocado. He's got a chef and shit cooking all his healthy chef shit. Chef D. Yeah. <laughs> chef D with the avocado toast, 285. <laughs> <laughs> I love when fat people. I love all conscious fat people. Yeah, it's it's like, I, I I never try to give somebody like health advice just for like that reason. I was like, yo, unless my body fat's like eight to eleven percent, I can't tell anybody what to do with their body. You know what sucks people who are like super in shape too. When you ask them for advice, they don't have any. Well, they do. They just don't want to give it because they don't want you to look like them. But like, dude, I don't know. I just like you know, just no bread and sugar. I'm like, dude, that's everything. That's, yeah, that's, that's my entire the whole diet. world. Yeah, it's also like the cheapest things to throw in your body, and they taste amazing. Yeah, I have a question for you. Do you think that um, you'll a- ever be able to drink again? Or are you done for life right now? Um, I'm done for life right now. It's just like there's other stuff I have to handle in my life. Like, Do you I'm, smoke weed or just absolutely no nah. substances? Oh, you no weed. I envy that weed. honestly. Yeah, no weed, nothing. I thought you were a weed guy. Nah. Do you, you smoke weed? No. Man. No, so like, am I a piece of shit? No, <laughs> no, I just, you, I'm, you, a, yo, you, I'm you an anomaly just, to be you, honest with yeah, you. Yeah, you could just yeah. handle your shit. I just couldn't, I couldn't handle my shit. So like, you know, I was, coke's expensive. <laughs> That's the bit. If I won you know? the lottery, I'd be dead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, think about that all the time. Like, if I won the lottery, I would have an obituary a week after. Lottery winner, it crashes into an oak tree in a Ferrari. Yeah, going a buck seventy. I think you need to address this because it sounds like <laughs> I, as I'm talking, I'm like I'm running in my head. He's yeah. like, no, nah, man, if I had kill- the means, I just kill myself. <laughs> 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 no, it's like I, I never I never thought that I would be able to get here. So, like, I'm going to ride it as long as I can. Yeah, might as well. Right. Like, I'm getting get, I'm getting ready to get married and shit like. I'd like to see my friends get fucked up. Like, that makes me happy. Like, yeah. seeing my friends have fun. Oh, I love it. And like, I, yeah. And like, uh, I don't. I don't like. I don't like he the. He does feel- see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Special friends this guy. drink. Jesus. I know <laughs> it's you. Yeah. yeah I mean, sometimes they do, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just found like as soon as I got over the hump where I like I can go outside and like not be like oh like af- <laughs> you know what I mean and like afraid of the sun and like I could go to a bar and like not have to drink. I was like, I'm good. I got it. So. You do feel remarkably better in the morning when oh, you don't. Even in the moment, if you have anxiety about, like, all right, I'm not going to drink, and this sucks, and it's terrible. When you wake up, you're like, I'm the fucking man. 
even on yeah. days where I'm like super hungover and like we go out to a bar and I'm like I just like I don't even like feel well right now so I'm not gonna drink. The next day when all my friends are in the group chat, just like oh dude, I'm so f-, and I'm like I can go run a mile right now. Yeah, like I yeah. feel amazing. Like There's that's like nothing a better feeling. than watching than seeing someone else hungover when you're not. Yeah, and it's like it's it's a I told you so moment, right. but like you want to nurse them like hip, like uh, what is it uh sarcastically be like yeah I'll help you you fucking <laughs> loser you know what I mean but I never. Uh, I never wanted to judge anybody for what they do. Like, you want to fucking blow rails, blow rails. You know what I mean? You Are you around smoke? people who do still? No. I actually removed a lot of people from my life that were doing that shit. That was the big thing. You have to get rid of the people like that. Yeah. Like, alcohol is just going to be around. People got to right. go out of their way to get coke or, like, whatever it is. <laughs> I've never done heroin. I'll come out of retirement and do heroin just once. You come out and just do some smack? Yeah. Just, just I, right into the neck? I could never inject myself. I would snort it. You'd already lying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd already lying it for sure. You I could lose your nose. Yeah. Oh my god, that poor guy. You seen his face, man? It's like collapsed. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Now I'm know. googling. Yeah, his face oh, looks god. fucking horrendous. His yeah, nose has, collapsed. He had oh. a. I don't know if it was coke or heroin. He was going to snort, but his girlfriend. I think I don't know if it was in like a um, coke cut with glass. No, it wasn't cut with glass. It was like they dropped the vial they had or something like that, and she just like put it all in a pile, and he didn't realize that there was glass shards in the coke, and he blew it, and it just like exploded his nose. It's bad. He has a deflated, like, upside down Look at nose. his shit now. He looks like a duck. <laughs> his hair looks good. Yeah. This is, this <laughs> Apparently he's favorite. clean. I got to work with Artie once. He's a really nice guy, yeah. Oh, dude, he is fucked up. Yeah. He's just got some demons. He, he's a re- he was a really nice guy, though. Him on Stern, though, that was, like, he was the It was the radio. best. Like, Stern's, like, my idol. Oh, same. Yeah, and, like, I, I watch all those old ones. Like, oh, yeah. All the Artie fights and like Artie versus Dice Clay, Artie, Artie versus Artie versus uh, Richard in, Christie his versus intern. versus Sal. Yeah. Oh my God! All the porn stars, high pitch Mike. When he told him he's gonna fuck all his gay kids in the ass. <laughs> Do you remember? That? Dude, Artie Lang's fights were so. That's what I. I wish our show on the radio was a little bit more of. But they're fighting. I would love it. Like just yeah. ruthlessness. Like we're all it's like happy fighting, go lucky. Like infighting. Right, which is what Barcelona Radio is, but their fights were so fucking ruthless. Yeah. It was so great. But yeah, they were t- saying there was a time at their peak, Artie Lang said at their at our peak when our show was on, there were 12 million people listening a day. Wow. Yeah. On terrestrial fucking radio. I mean, he's the king. Right. How is the king, dude? Like 12 million a day. consistently. That's insane. And I wonder what he does now. He does stand up. No, no, no. I wonder what Howard does. Oh, he, he just owns serious. He just owns serious now. I know serious. he does. Uh, he does that, but like he even owns serious. Once he, he once he has some type of equity in it. Yeah. Once yeah. he went kind of PC though, I was like, ah, I'm out. But he's still he is single handedly the best interviewer of all time. I agree with that. No one can touch him. He gets I feel questions. like he just pulled these like things out of people that you would wouldn't hear yeah, on the right. show. He makes everyone feel comfortable. He has a whole uh, side of serious. When we go up. So what is it, fifteen ten or whatever the fuck yeah. it is? Like there's it's literally split in half. There's half of the building, which is probably twenty five studios, producers, yeah. whatever, and the other half, there's just the Howard Stern lightning bolt, and you can't fucking even walk by that. Yeah, it's he, yeah. fingerprint to get in. He has his own separate enter- entrance. I mean, he's a huge. Have you ever seen him? He's a huge guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like he doesn't let people talk to him or like touch him. He's mad yeah. weird. When you're that famous, though, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he walks into the serious building because when I worked at a uh, Caroline's Comedy Club, like from time to time, we would have to like pick up talent from there or drop off their checks. And like Howard walked in, and like nobody like went near him. 
Yeah. He just had like people around him and just like went in, did a show, and like came out. It's got to be weird crazy. being that famous. I had to I bring a check to that. Yeah, I had to bring a check to Gilbert Godfrey. How was he as a how person? Much? Gilbert Godfrey was super nice, but he was how much? <laughs> <laughs> I did look. I did look. It was did not. You? It was a nice check. Yeah. But uh, oh, you're not going to tell us. Well, well, now tell us how much. No. Uh, uh, Go ahead. It's like it's like twelve grand. Oh, for what? Caroline's? Yeah. But like he's like he gets it, it, he, success of others upsets me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> but like uh, he was cool. Richard Lewis was cool. I had to bring him a check once. He was like all like, go ahead, twelve grand or less. No, no, no. He was he was lower than than Gilbert. Eight grand. Around there. I'm getting warm. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but it was like around eight or nine. Nice, probably. That's still not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Still in the mouth that that's a big me. cocaine. Yeah. That's a big yeah. cocaine check. Yeah. That's a kilo, baby. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel like interviewing famous people? You me? get to, yeah, you get to meet a lot of famous people now, right? Yeah, I I don't. It doesn't really phase me. There are some people who come in. I also don't do too much interviewing, which is what right. I want to get into more. But yeah. I kind of have to give them to Large and Willie because yeah. they are above me. But it's not. It's like anything. If you have a white whale, it's like a big deal. Like there yeah. were a few wrestlers in, like CM Punk for Carabas was a huge deal. Like the one yeah, I worked at Watch What Happens, Martin Short was a big deal for me. Like, yeah, that's cool. Letterman was a huge deal. Like when, uh, I, yeah. when I met Letterman, I was like, this is good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. And like, I saw like even like the day like after us, like Dana White was in here. Like, yeah. If you act weird, then they're weird. But if you don't give them the time of day, yeah, then they're cool. I feel like you kind of get jaded by it here, though. Like the other day, yeah. A Rod was like sitting by my desk, FaceTiming J Lo, and I walked past me and looked up at me weird, and I just like gave him a head nod and walked past. I'm not gonna fan out on him, but like I feel like it's. I kind of wish sometimes I still had a little bit of that like yeah. true fandom when I where I, before I worked here. You put a gun. You know what? The, you know what the pro- <laughs> you know what the thing is though. I feel like I feel like you you can't like if you if you because what you were saying before where you're like. Uh, if you just like, ah. <laughs> if you just act like, uh, like it's not a big deal and you kind of like, don't give them the time of day. Like, I feel like some people get lost in that where they like go overly, overly casual where they're over like, Oh dude, I don't, I don't even like baseball. I don't even know who you are. You right. know, like, and you're yeah, like, exactly. all right, dude, Yo, you know name? who he fucking is. Who are you guys? Yeah. yeah. Sir, I'm. I'm Alex Rodgers. Like if you walk <laughs> up to if you walk you up serious? to A Rod, I have 700 home runs basically. Like people think they're they're doing what you just said if they walk up to A Rod and go, uh, Oh hi, I'm Joe. What's your name? Then, like, A-Rod would be like, this guy's a dick. Right. Like, yeah, I exactly. know you know who I am. Like, it's okay to but know who I am. But you've had people walk. You guys have obviously been recognized. You've had people yeah. walk up to you. For sure. It's so oh, uncomfortable. Dude, I've had people come up to me and be, like, disrespectful without them even knowing. Like, they'll come up and be like, oh, can my friend take a picture with you? I'm like, yeah, no, it's cool. She's like, all right, I don't know who you are, though. And I was like, okay. And she's like, no, seriously, I don't. I was like, I fucking, like, I believe you. Yeah, right. And they're like, I, no, we, I don't know. I'm like, okay. And like, there's <laughs> always that weird small talk. Like what do you, how do you hey love love what you do? It's like buddy, come like come on. I write wanna, dick jokes. Yeah, online. try to like, add you don't yeah, actually yeah, yeah. love what I do, you just know the company that I work for. <laughs> right. But it's also like how do you feel when famous people introduce themselves and say their name? I'm okay with it. I Bill think that's Buck- a, what are you talking about? Like if Dana White was here and he was like, Hey, hey Pat, hey Dana, nice to yeah. meet you. No, I like I, I, I think Dana was a really th- nice guy. I think I that's a that. nice way for a famous person to like humble themselves a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and assume... it's a normal exchange to be like, Hey, what's up, president of UFC? And he'd be like, This guy's a fucking asshole. If they assume that you know them, then you're a dick. Like Bill yeah. Burr at Rough and Rowdy introduced himself and I was like, Whoa, that was that was one where I was yeah, like, that's, that's that was cool. fucking wild. Yeah, that's super cool. I feel like comedians are a different story though. I feel, right. I haven't really met anyone that was like 
oh, how you doing? I'm a huge deal, man. Like, right. they're all kind of, like, cool. Yeah. For I feel like part. sign. I worked on comedians in cars way back in the day, like, when I was starting out on TV. And I heard Jerry's a dick, though. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a quote. He's, like, a quoted asshole. Dude, he is such, just carries himself like he's holier than thou. Like, his green room, like, the amount of, like, edible arrangements in his green room. It was like, we get it. Walks in a beautiful Versace. You would have loved it. Beautiful yeah. Versace blazer. And just kind of sat there while everyone was running around crazy. I had to get him fucking coffee. He probably fucked up yeah. his cause. Spit in his coffee. <laughs> I had to get Jody Foster coffee once. Really? Yeah. That's and from Twister? No, that's Helen Hunt. No, that's uh, Helen from Helen Hunt had her days, though. She did. Yeah, I would fuck Helen Hunt for sure. I now would definitely. Yo, what's your top five famous guys you just want to thrash? Yeah, I need to hear this. Chris Hemsworth, duh. No. Damn, dude. Fuck I don't even know you. this. I don't know. Yeah, I like to hear this as well. My top five. Like, every time they're on the screen, you're like, God, I just want to suck this like, man, I would ravage this, man. Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes? Sean Mendes? Damn, yeah. dude. You like do, do you want to thrash or suck? Uh, oh. Either. Either. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thrash, get thrashed. Mendes, is he gay? Uh, Isn't there uh, rumors that he's potentially gay? Oh, wait. I thought he's dating uh, what, uh, uh, Camila Cabello. That girl that always looks yeah. like she's fucking high on fucking Xanax. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she looks right? like she's like yep. on the cast of Euphoria. Like she's, <laughs> she's always like, hey, guys, I'm singing. <laughs> yeah. um, she's got dead eyes. Who else? Lil Peep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, P. Lil Zan. All right, P. I just r- list out SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, right. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think who else. Who's like a hot, like younger? <laughs> Jetsky loves a Lil Peep joke. My cousin grew up with him using from Long Beach, bro. That's 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 is hardcore sound. Is he shit. really? He's one. He's 100 dead. Is no, he? I know he's dead. He might have faked his death like Tupac, though. I feel like. Uh, he, no, he's definitely dead. He's he's dead. Oh, you know he did. <laughs> Do you uh, hook up with girls off Instagram? I have done that. Yes. But like, is I that how you is that how you pick up girls mostly? Are you dating anyone? I yeah, I'm in a relationship. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> I'm engaged. Sorry. God damn. Yeah. All right. Well, never mind. I guess we'll cut that. Well, I was going to yeah. come to. You. I was gonna, <laughs> well, I'm going to come to you. Go down to that down that hole. I think that's how everyone. I, I've gotten with mad girls off Instagram though. Have you? Yeah. Like how how you shoot your shot first? They shoot their shot. You have. You also have like a shit ton of followers. Yeah. I saw you, you on you're Instagram. You're close to nine hundred thousand, right? I was yeah. like, oh fuck! I'm gonna. Follow. I was like, I gotta follow Joe back. No big deal. Follow me first. <laughs> and, then I, and then I and then I looked. I was like, this, this kid has nine hundred thousand yeah. followers. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? You yeah. have a shit ton too. Yeah, I'm like close to two hundred. I think something like that. Mm. Something. What do you you make money off your Instagram? Obviously. No, I don't. Why? Because I I don't know. I just it's kind of what, what are you doing? Joe's make rich. money off of your Instagram. Yeah, but he makes money. He does. He does all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But um, remember how I said at uh, it's other like podcasting, advertising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> podcasting and advertising. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. That's where, like, usually where the money comes How, from. So where uh, can everyone find you guys on the podcast, social media, all that stuff? Uh, <laughs> I forget. That's, that's a fucking no, segue, huh? No, because, yeah, I just, I'll be, uh, I'm a bumbling, stumbling no. fool. <laughs> no, it's uh, on Instagram. We're at The Basement Yard, and then you could type it into YouTube or Spotify, iTunes, all that shit. You would really love the OPL podcast. What's that, the OPL? I, there's another podcast I do with my buddy Greg called Other People's Lives. The show's awesome. I'm not even trying to like a little promo it. it we, but like, we, this is really good. I'm not even on it. We we started it because we're like, <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, I, I genuinely, like, I like it because I don't really do anything. Like, I just interview these people, but we find people or they reach out to us that have, like, a thing. And, like, this this year, you know, we've talked to, uh, you know, like, I, oh, I actually don't want to give that one away. But we, t- we talked to people. What like, about from, like, last shit. season? Yeah, there's people who are like, oh, my dad's killed somebody to save my life. Oh, yeah, or I someone love with a foot fetish, someone who's a platonic cuddler, like, invites dudes come over Weird to, like, cuddle. People. Yeah, well, yeah. like, strange things that you don't really hear about, like an incel we've talked to. 
Uh, we've talked to people who survived like mass shootings and shit. Like ask the stuff that people don't typically ask. Yeah, so it's like a good balance of like serious topics, but then also people being like, I just like getting my fucking tongue farted on. So then we find yeah. out like all you, that shit. you'll love the show. I'm, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, other yeah. people's lives. lives. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it is on social media and everything. Too. Yeah, yeah, other yeah. people's lives. Yeah, but all check right. out the basement yard because that's the one that pays my bills. So. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that one. All right, we'll check it out. So, uh, Danny Lopiori, Joe Santa, Santagato, uh, we'll do this again. Yeah, and, of uh, course, absolutely. Thanks, guys. That was it for this week's second helping. And remember to go out to your local convenience store and get yourself a Pillsbury stuffed waffle.